welcome to another episode of the Agile Weekly Podcast. I am Clayton Langelzigic. I'm Derek Neighbors. And I'm Chris Young. And a couple episodes ago, we talked about culture. And I think we left off with this idea of, you know, what does it mean to be a culture fit? Um, and so we wanted to talk about that a little bit more. So help me refresh my memory. What were we talking about? I culture fit? I don't, I can't remember what oh, I geez. eat for breakfast this morning. Well, no, that's not true because I eat the same thing for breakfast every morning. I can't remember what I had for lunch today. So I can't remember what we talked about a few weeks ago. But uh, culture fit. Um I don't know, maybe some context around, like, uh, getting new employees or mm-hmm. something to that effect? Yeah, you know, we were talking about, um, I think some of it was around hiring and kind of, like, what does it mean to only hire people that are good culture fit versus technical fit? And I think we kind of bounced around a few ideas there, but we realized that maybe not everyone agrees on the definition of what's culture or what's a culture fit mean. Um, uh, Derek, you had brought something up about... You know, you might find someone who's a good culture fitter who who uh, would help you on the team, but maybe you don't necessarily get along with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, you know, to me what I see, a lot of people think culture fit means, um, like, uh, I think my friends across the pond would call it as, we get it on, right? Like, you know, like it's, uh, we're friends, we're buddies, right? Like, and that means, that that's how I can tell a culture fit. Like, if I like to sit in a room and hang out with you and be your buddy, that means we're a good culture fit. And to me, I think culture fit is, I, I, I see culture is the daily um, manifestation of the values you really believe in, right? So, so you know, all, there's no, to me, there's no such thing as culture. Culture is just a collection of actions or a collection of behavior that a group of people manifests. And so if, if you have a bunch of people manifesting the same behaviors or the same actions, it's fairly safe to assume that it's based on the values that they have, right? And to me, that's got nothing to do with whether I get along or not, right? Like, like we, we can both believe in God and that's a, that's a value that we may share. That doesn't mean that we're best friends and we agree on every little aspect of religion or every little aspect of worship or prayer or whatever that thing is, right? And I think that's a mistake people make is it, it's really like, are you like me? If you're exactly like me, then we're that's a culture fit. And I think that's a dangerous thing because I think we know diversity is really good for teams. And I think, you know, how do you get to a point where you're hiring a diverse group of people, mm-hmm. right? But they have to have a common bond because if they don't if they don't share a value system, you're never going to get anything done, right? But you don't want a bunch of people that are just the exact same person, right? You don't want a, a clone army uh, of people. And I think that's the, like, I see groups go back and forth between those two things. Either like, oh, we want such diversity that, like, we have no common ground at all, or, you know, I only want to hire exactly what we already, yeah, I want 10 more of you, Clayton, so I that I need to get that exact thing, right? Yeah, I think you see the flip side of this when it comes to uh, people being frustrated with their you know, the they have the all-hands meeting and the CEO gets up there and says, these are our corporate values and or whatever it is, right? And then they kind of go back to their desk and everyone's, you know, kind of chuckling. Right. And everyone knows that nobody lives those values. Uh, they're just, uh, you know, you're kind of just being put on as a show, right? And right. I, so I think that's the that's maybe the opposite of it yeah, in, in your example of, you know, how do you define culture? Right. I think it's, um, 
the in uh I just listened to a talk by Justin Searles from the Rails latest Rails conference um, called "Sometimes a Controller is Just a Controller," and um, he talks about how there's there's a risk with this idea of culture, uh, like a culture fit, right? Of creating a monoculture, which yeah. I think you're getting into, um, and you inevitably like you end up with a bunch. Of, you could, depending on uh, kind of your group end up with like a group of like real experts, geniuses, right? But you don't understand the blind spots of not bringing in, for instance, you can have a very like um, arrogant programmer uh, who could do very well with a very introspective programmer. And that that there's a risk in just looking at culture and what you should be sitting, from a cultural point of view, as a team, you should be sitting down talking about what are our blind spots, what are, what, are, what are the types of personality things that aren't represented on the team and how can we bring that in? Which is interesting, though, because, like you said, Derek, th- there's got to be a shared value. And maybe it's... Right. I, would, I would hope, at the very basic, right. it would be like, like um, a passion for design. But he even... Uh, Justin actually even throws that out. He says there's no such thing as good code. Yeah, what so we really need is that, that, that diversity and the ability to, to, yeah, to and, communicate. And, and, and I think he oscillates in the other camp, right? So one camp is you have to be like me. I think he's, 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 his gut reaction is against that, rightfully so, saying, oh, no, no, the problem is we all need to be special, unique snowflakes that are 100% unique. And I would argue if you get a team that is all 100% unique – but they have no common thread, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You're, it's just exactly. it's never going to work, right? And so I think you have to have a common thread, but you do have to be saying, you know, we need to have um, a multitude of traits, right? If I go to build, go back to the analogies of sports analogies, if I go to build a baseball team, you know, I need a guy who can get on base. I, I need a, a, a guy that can hit home runs. You know, I need, you know, I mean, there's roles within that team and there's skills within that team that I need to have if I want to go win the World Series, right? I can't have 100 home run hitters that's strike out 70% of the time, mm-hmm. right? That, that's not going to win me games either, right? That's got its own problems, right? But I, th- I think we all have to have a desire to win, right? If, if I just put a bunch of people that have all the different traits, but, you know, one guy just wants to be on the all-star team and he doesn't give a shit if we win the World Series, another guy wants to win the World Series, other guy just really wants to be traded to another team and he doesn't really give a shit, you know, another guy just wants to get a big paycheck and he doesn't care what happens, mm-hmm. I'm not going to win a World Series either. So that there, there's that team thing, right? Like, like that, that's where the culture is important. Is is that that hopefully you're bringing a new person into a strong team environment where they're they're sort of inspired or excited about what that team could deliver. Like that was that was something that I didn't see. Right. Is is, is what what is there like as professionals? I mean, right. did, uh, in in most industries, it's like right. I would love to be able to work with these people, um, and. But again, I, I I've seen where, um, based on just strictly, cult, I've I've hired entirely just on culture fit and right. had bad experiences technically, right. because hey, I really get along with the person, right? Um, but uh, when it came to code, we couldn't we couldn't actually get on the same page. So right. I, I, I I'm, I'm worried about the blind spot that can come from just getting that kind of gut feeling. I, I believe in the gut feeling, but I have not seen that always work. So what what are some techniques then if you know, let's say that your team doesn't have any defined values, or you don't know of any. I mean, you you probably do have some. Uh, you're just not maybe aware of them. But you know, how would you go about maybe coming up with some values as a group uh, so that you could start maybe defining what your culture is and maybe uh, inspecting and adapting on that culture if you wanted to change it? I mean, I think some of that is you know going through a process to define what's important to you. 
right? Like, you know, I've got uh, older older kids that are, you know, of marrying age, and I, I had a, a, a chat with uh, one of my daughters, and one of the things we were talking about is, you know, what are the things that she values, right? Like, in is she's growing up, she's getting ready to graduate school, like, you know, when she's going to look for a life partner, what are the kind of things that are non-negotiable for her that she really cares about? Right, because you know she doesn't want to be yoked to somebody who you know five years down the road you know you know you know that person wants to just go out and have fun and, and have a blast and whatever and they don't really care about you know maybe the things she cares about that that's going to be a problem it might not be a problem right now because it's just like oh it's all good and well but five years down the road that might be a little bit more of a problem right and so it's kind of like what are what are your value system you know that you have and that's the important thing right you you might like to to go rock climbing and they might like to go swimming but as long as you you know both value family or you both value loyalty or you both value commitment or whatever that thing is the other thing doesn't matter right like oh great sometimes we'll go swimming and sometimes we'll go rock climbing and we'll both learn to kind of enjoy that or that'll be our separate thing that you do without me whatever but we have this shared value system that we can kind of always bank anchor back to i think teams have to go through that process too and i think one of the things that we don't do our, our school system doesn't do um our, our work system doesn't do is we don't teach people how to uh, know what they want. I mean, I, I've worked with a lot of teams and, and had a lot of conversations with people. And, I, and if I get them, I say, what do you really want? Like, what do you want out of your work? What do you want out of your thing? People are just like, I, I don't, I really don't know. Right. And if you don't know what you want, you don't know what your values are. How can you know whether the team you're on or the organization you're in has the values that you do or don't want? I think people just don't even think about it. I mean, they don't even think about it in their personal married life or their mm-hmm. personal you know role with their children it's completely just not even a topic that they would think of like oh on my team at work or the you know let's if i said like why do you work where you work right what are the things that you value about there that is like i don't know they pay me the right amount mm-hmm. right like they i could check off like i go to work every day and they give me a paycheck that meets my bills that's that that just is that's that was the big dis- reason why it was close or you know whatever sure so sometimes it's you, you it's, it's not enough just to say hey what are our values but you have to actually find out how to explore that with people and and and, and yeah. connect to it and i mean i think as an outsider you can look at teams and you can like i, I would venture to say if you've been consulting for a while you could probably look at a team for a couple of weeks and you could probably give them a value list of the values they're currently exhibiting Right, whether those are what they want or not, you could say right. like this is this is what you guys really value, right? You value covering your ass. You value, <laughs> you know, whatever. And they would probably go, oh, I don't think so. And you could point back to like, well, here's all these behaviors that like totally point to that's what you value. Yeah, as an example of values in this case, these are the XP values: so simplicity, communication, feedback, respect, and courage. So those are. Uh, just to give some context around what we mean when we say values. And I think those are a good starting point. You know, yep. I, I think if you were, if I were on a team that really didn't have any idea or maybe we hadn't thought about it, you know, I, I would, uh, I probably wouldn't hesitate to start with that and kind of see where it took me. Because yep. um, you know, I think you're right. It, it does take usually uh, an outsider or at least, you know, some really astute observation skills to be able to sit down and say, like, what do, what do we really value based on our actions right now? Right. I mean, I think that is an excellent point, right? So I usually say, if you look at the Agile Manifesto, it's, it's got like five things out there that it says we value this over that. Those things on the left are values, right? If you look at XP, it's got four or five values, right? I, I'd say if you take that lump, you've probably got seven or eight values that if you're on a software team, 
are probably pretty, like you're gonna get pretty good, I'd say they're kind of like virtues, right? Like you take those seven values and you say, we're gonna go by these, you probably aren't gonna end up with a really horrible result. Right, it's like a pick any five and you're good right. to go. And, 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 and I mean, and so maybe that's like your default values. Like if I, if I were just starting a team or on a team, I mean, this is you know where I'm currently at, this is what I did. I said, these are, these are the values we're starting with. And at some point, if somebody's got a better idea, we wanna revisit these. Uh, we can do that, but for now, this is this is where we're going. Like you know, we're a new team that's kind of all together, and we don't right now, you know, haven't taken the time to do that. So we're gonna uh, agree to these, and you know, as we move forward, we'll find where we kind of are as a team to do that. So I think that's an excellent starting point. And that's and that's how that's one way to avoid this idea of of this culture fit turning into a, multi, uh, a monoculture. Right. Is that at a basic human level, if we can identify our values. There's all kinds of um, personality quirks and things like that. As long as I know that you want the same thing as I do, I'm, I find that in my life is that, you know there's a lot of, a, you know, there's a lot of people that I would strongly kind of like disagree maybe with their lifestyle or something right. like that. But when I know that they're going for the same, um, that they want the same thing as me, then things open up and actually I learn a lot when right. I've got that. So that that's something you know because we're considering hiring soon and it's something. Um, I would love to avoid is kind of one is just bringing somebody on because they're available and two is bringing on somebody who doesn't uh, amplify the abilities that are on the team or the 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 qualities that are on that team yeah I think one of the the big downsides I see in a a lot of teams are the uh, I'm a firm believer of try to hire you know this is a, this is one of those i don't know if the oxymoron what the right word is for right is you know only hire people smarter than you it's like i totally agree with that right the problem that i have is how we define smarter right so you know i i would say my wife in the last 20 years has taught me some pretty incredible things but they're all emotional intelligent quotient uh things Right, so if I said, well, I only wanted somebody that's better at math algorithms with me, like I totally screwed mm-hmm. up marrying my wife. But if I said, like, I want somebody who's smarter than me um, emotionally, like I, I hit the gold mine as far as finding somebody that's a super genius compared to me when it comes to emotions, right? And so that is a danger mm-hmm. too. Is what is smarter than me? And it, I, we hire for experts way too often, right? Like, well, we want to hire the best Rails guy in the world because we want him to teach us a bunch of stuff or her to teach us a bunch of stuff. And the reality is, you know, well, what do I really suck? I'm like, I'm not a pretty decent at Rails. Maybe that's not what I need. Maybe I need somebody who's really good at design or really good at, you know, something else. And I could learn a hell of a lot more from them than the best expert. Or even like they're better at interacting with yeah. the users in the company. Yeah. They're not the best technical fit, but they really connect with people. So that would be awesome. All right. I think we're out of time. And uh, go ahead and head over to iTunes and give us a rating, if you would. I noticed the other day we've got uh, 11 ratings. We'd like to see that number go up a bit. So I know there's a lot of you out there listening to this. We have 11 users that listen to this? Well, 11 people at one point in time listen, downloaded the podcast. And but there's only three of us. So that means there's eight other people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> a very good point. All right. Thanks, everybody. If there's something you'd like to hear in a future episode, head over to integrumtech.com slash podcast, where you can suggest a topic or a guest. Looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news, techniques, and events in the Agile community? Sign up today at agileweekly.com. It's the best Agile content delivered weekly for free. The Agile Weekly podcast is brought to you by Integrum Technologies and recorded at Gangplank Studios in Chandler, Arizona.
For old episodes, check out integrumtech.com or subscribe on iTunes. Need help with your agile transition? Have a question and need to phone a friend? Try calling the Agile Hotline. It's free. Call 866-244-8656.